welcome to Too Many Movies, the podcast where we discuss DVDs, Blu-rays, and even the occasional VHS tape. I am your host, Hal, and with me here today is the biggest cocaine bear enjoyer I know in these parts, Lazy Bones. He's back, everybody. Back again. Lazy's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. He's back again, and he's back again, again. And this time, he's gone. <laughs> I'm gone? Uh... The uh, the DK rap. No, no, I'm I'm quoting the DK rap. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Oh god, this is the second time I've quoted it on the podcast, and the guest is just like, "What are you talking oh, about?" Okay, <laughs> I'm out of the loop apparently. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know what? That just means all right. Everybody, go watch the t- the DK rap uh, by Jimmy Davis. I saw that movie um, twice, the the new Mario movie, and I didn't get that reference. Oh uh, well, I'm talking about a YouTube poop called the oh, DK okay. rap. Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, I would love to just sit and chat about uh, YouTube poops made by uh, the great Jimmy Davis, but we don't have time for that. What we do have time for is talking about something else having to do with Donkey Kong in that it has nothing to do with Donkey Kong. Because he's not in uh, it. Because he's not in it. We're talking about not a Mario movie, but a Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> so a little, a little bit of background. Uh, hopefully I'm going to be getting this episode out on the 28th of May, uh, 2023, making that the exact 30th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. Um, which I recommend you, uh, yeah, you obviously wanted to talk about it. Um, I also wanted to talk about it cause it's like, Hey, it's the dumb Mario movie. Of course I want to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, here we are to talk about it. Um, I, yeah, so you recommended it. So, Lazy, why don't you start things off? What do you think of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie? I think this is such a fascinating, uh, I guess, a completely bonkers, just kind of shit show, honestly. Uh, <laughs> that's just kind of like the... Because my mind just kind of just turned into fungus from it, you know? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's start off with the big elephant in the room with it. It is a terrible Mario adaptation. Like, oh my god, does it get just, like, nothing right when it comes to Mario. So I, when I first watched it, I realized that. I'm like, wow, this is such a terrible, terrible Mario adaptation because it has nothing to do with Mario. But like upon rewatch, it gets even worse when you really think about it because, well, one of the big things I remember noticing early on was that Mario and Luigi don't even wear their respective colors. They don't. Like an hour in. Like, I'm not kidding you. They, Mario is wearing green. Luigi's wearing red. It's like. That is like basic stuff. They could va- they could barely they could they couldn't even do that. They couldn't even give them the right colors until an hour in. It's like, are you serious? And like, there's that there's that scene of the bar where they're like they're wearing like, uh, what, I think Luigi's wearing red and Mario's wearing yellow or something like that. He's wearing yellow. He looks like Wario. <laughs> he looks like a live action. <laughs> that would be funny though if like uh, if Luigi was wearing purple instead. You know, like to have like a yeah. Wario. Luigi just, just just to further insult diehard Mario fans in 93, that would have been really funny. Like if the filmmakers were just that stupid. I mean, it would made it would have made sense like if they made kind of a joke later on where like Luigi said to Mario, "Hey, you know what? I think red looks much better on you, you know?" And like they just kind of yeah. switch colors. Like that would have been kind of funny. 
yeah, then it would have been like, oh, they're tongue in cheek. But like, you know, that would have told us that they were being a little tongue in cheek with that. But like, I don't think the film, but the filmmakers never do that. So it's like, okay, you guys just genuinely don't understand what you're doing. And that in and of itself is also really funny. <laughs> um, yeah. That just kind of adds to like the layers of bad that is this movie. Now, here's the thing. The this is a monumental uh th- this is notoriously one of the most hated adaptations in video game history um it started the whole video game adaptation quote-unquote yeah. curse that would become uh notorious for years to come exactly for 30 years this movie has existed and has just been clowned on and shat upon and it's like yes it absolutely deserves it as a as an adaptation of mario um but when you actually watch the movie, it's not a terrible movie. Now, it's not before, that it's not the worst movie in the world actually. It's, yeah, yeah, no. Oh god, no. It's not the worst. It's it's funny bad. Like it is such a gigantic failure, it kind of circles back into being brilliant. Um just cuz it gets nothing right in terms of an adaptation. Um but it's also just a cheesy 90s movie. Like so 90s. everything it like is the trailer, so the trailer 90s. of it, uh, like was playing. I got the power, like the original, I like got, I got Super Mario power. trailer. Like it's such a <laughs> '90s trailer. It had all this bonkers editing. Like that, tra- the original like trailer for this movie is like, one of the one of the most insane things ever. And the movie yeah. mostly lives up to that. Yeah, exactly. It starts off with a Dan Castellaneta narration as like a Brooklyn guy. Like he's just like. 65 million years ago dinosaurs ruled the earth and it was pretty good you know dinosaurs for what struck it was. the earth yeah oh god the bye bye meteorite, stru- <laughs> meteorite struck the earth i love that line so much i was so looking forward to it it's all video <laughs> game graphics and like it it's all vi- yeah super pixelated yeah i get because because mario is a video game haha i get it that's a good reference even though i i don't think the filmmakers understand what they're doing but like yeah literally it's just and it's such a weird narration because you really feel like he's just rushing through it because he's just like "Eh, dinosaurs this and then like a meteorite struck the earth and then like the different dimensions and you're just like whoa 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 different dimensions hold on a second here like buddy i'm here to watch a mario adaptation what the fuck are you talking about dinosaurs and uh alternate dimensions here like what and then yeah the the whole point of the movie is that there's two different dimensions one where mammals evolved into humans and one where reptiles evolved into humans it's like uh, that's not how evolution works but okay i'll allow it because it's a dumb stupid mario movie yeah and then it just it just it's just uh, sorry to interrupt uh no just like it's weird that like uh i guess not to get too ahead of ourselves but like when they do go to Dino Hatton later on, like they show like humans going around, even though it's supposed to be a dinosaur dimension. Like there's some dinosaurs you see, like like every few and far in between. Like you see a couple like small miniature uh, creatures. Like uh, yeah, and you and see the, Yashi. You see Yashi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I, there's, why is there humans around if it's supposed to be a dinosaur dimension? I get you can't have like people in dinosaur costumes like walking around because like that would be yeah, too, expensive. too expensive but you know like what's the point even though i i literally think it's because they're trying to say oh in this dimension like humans evolved from reptiles and it's like okay that is not at all how evolution works but again 
it's just stupid science. And I think the filmmakers genuinely just don't understand that. So you're like, all right, you know what? I I, I don't want to tell them. They're, they're, they're too stupid yeah. in the corner over there. So I, I mean, you know what? You bring up a good point. I think they literally just did it because they're lazy and they didn't have enough money to have every character be a dinosaur in that dimension. But like them explaining it, that it's like, oh, we evolved from dinosaurs. We evolved from reptiles instead of mammals. I think that... No matter how you look at it, it's hilarious because they're either cheapskates or they're stupid. Like either either choice is funnier. I don't, it doesn't matter which one. It, they're both really really funny. But then they also um, show later on that uh, they like the Koopa uses his uh, de-evolving laser to de-evolve a human in the human realm into like a into a chimp. So like, yeah. do they evolve from chimps to dinosaurs to humans? What? Well, well. So the idea is that us humans in our reality, okay, the, yeah. the reality where Mario and Luigi are from, we evolved from apes, which yeah, okay, is half true. We're like apes are our cousins or something like that. I don't, I don't entirely know how evolution works. I'm just saying humans cannot evolve from reptiles, as far as I know. I mean, again, I'm stupid, but I'm not Mario filmmaker stupid, <laughs> so. Um, I think it's interesting though, like the <laughs> filmmakers behind this, like they did this weird, uh, like short-lived TV show called Max Headroom, which featured like this like artificial intelligence like show uh, show host that would like. Oh, often, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, I looked a little bit into it. So like when you watch that, the main like the title character of that Max Headroom looks a lot like Dennis Hopper in this movie. Interesting, like, like like Donald Trump, basically, like like Donald Trump, yeah, yeah. I I one hundred percent believe they based Koopa off of Donald Trump. I mean, he, I mean, yeah, yeah. He he was big ba- even back in the nineties. He was big long, big long before he became president. He was like a a icon in the early nineties. That's why he shows up in Home Alone two, Lost in New York. Oh yeah, um, you know, he's just he was the guy. Uh, so of course, if you're gonna have like this big billionaire germaphobe as your main villain i'm sure the filmmakers are just like oh let's make him donald trump like (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah there you go i do love dennis Um, hopper's performance in this he's just so i do too i do too i think he's really really funny um it's no bowser i mean because it's just what king koopa it's not really a bowser type character it's again it's like its own thing um but yeah, no, I think he's really funny. I think he has some really funny lines. Like you said with the de-evolving gun where he's just like, monkey. Monkey. <laughs> the, uh, the I think a friend of that. mine pointed out in his in his uh, in a video he made that like it's not even a monkey, it's a chimp actually. So he got he got the species <laughs> wrong. Or I mean same species, but like different, you know. Yeah. But again, we're dealing with the Mario filmmakers, the people who think humans can evolve from reptiles. That's true. And, yeah. Yeah. So that does not surprise me in the slightest, although I will admit I fell for it. So again, I'm not much smarter. <laughs> like, the, the, the op- like the scene after the the like the dinosaur like uh, intro, like after that, like it, like when it shows like this random lady like walking to like uh, a church, like uh <laughs> Like in the middle of the night when it's raining outside, it's supposed to be like super atmospheric, and yeah. like it, like it cuts to like a uh, to a, a human hatching out of an egg. Like it's like <laughs> it's so <laughs> twisted and kind of fucked up, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like it's like, it's, what, am I watching like uh, a horror? Like, am I watching The Fly or something like that? Yeah, it's it's funny watching like these religious nuns just like open up the 
basically the egg spaceship from Muppets from Space, <laughs> and then there's just a, an egg in there, and then it like opens up, and there's a, a human child in there. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, I thought I put on the Mario movie. <laughs> like, yeah, you're you're right, not the fly. Like, like what is, is supposed this? To, I know that like this is supposed to be for kids too, right? Yeah, it it does seem pretty heavily heavily atmospheric because they're because like the woman dies at the beginning because like she comes across Koopa and then an earthquake happens something struck the earth and like <laughs> she just gets buried alive I guess uh, okay yeah <laughs> oh my goodness what a, what a what a, what a movie um I think the production I, history behind this movie is really interesting too apparently so like. They went. They they intentionally went with a a dark tone for this for this Mario adaptation because of the success of Tim Burton's Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles nineteen ninety movie. But those were based Which off source material weird. that were dark already in the comics. Yeah, but they were based off of comics, not video games. So, like, I mean, yes, Batman and Ninja Turtles have obviously had their history in video games, but. They were originally comics, so, like, they had basic stories you could derive from. So, like, yeah, having them go through a darker tone, that makes sense. Whereas, like, Mario, I get it. Mario is a video game, so there's no real story to it. So it's going to be a little difficult to adapt a story of Mario. But, like, why would you go the Blade Runner route of (laughs) having him be in this, like, dystopia? Yeah, you say, like, the filmmakers made like that max headroom show you could have told me ridley scott made this movie because it looks like blade runner at times it does just like wh- same production designers blade runner same production desi- oh my goodness <laughs> which makes sense oh my goodness this uh, it's weird because I mean, like i think you could actually make a more faithful like mario live action adaption like kind of like the wizard yeah. of oz or something like that like you could just have sure. like people in costumes and but I, they went with the darker route because, you know, they wanted something edgier for, like, uh, yeah. the 90s kids. Well, here's the thing. It's like, yeah, as a Mario adaptation, when you're adapting the funny little Mario character, it sucks. Like, it looks terrible as a Mario adaptation. But on its own, like, as its own, again, alternate dimension Blade Runner dino city bullshit, it's like, oh, this looks kind of cool. I like... How it's, you know, a little post-apocalyptic. You have the fungus everywhere. You have these cars that sometimes have brakes and sometimes don't. <laughs> question mark. Yeah, like, well, because, like, you see the cars. They're, like, driving all over the place. They, like, there's, there's like, that when they get arrested for being plumbers, um, they, they're, like, in that the cop really car. That was really funny. And then, like, Toad is, like, right there. Doesn't he get arrested, too? What happened to yeah, Toad? Yeah, he gets arrested. Yeah. Well, he gets arre- he gets arrested because he's singing anti-Koopa songs, <laughs> and then they get arrested because they're plumbers. And so then they get arrested. They're in the cop car, and the cop car is like about to crash into the station. But then it gets pulled by like that rope, as like okay, so that's brakes. But then later in the movie, there's a scene when Mario is dr- when he hijacks one of those cars, and like there's these cop cars like um next to him and he pulls like a baby driver where like he breaks and like has the two cars like kind of go in front of him and so then they explode and you're like okay so the cars do have brakes but then in that same chase scene he's driving the car and luigi's like hit the brakes and mario goes there are no brakes it's like oh well then how did you slow down before mario like what now this is pod racing now this is pod racing (laughs) 
what is, what is the consistency with these fucking with the car manufacturing in this alternate dinosaur dimension? I I must know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I oh my god! It, and to bring up the cars again, there's that uh, there's that one shot of like a taxi with like a skeleton strewn oh, across yeah, the front. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew you were gonna mention I had, that. I had never noticed that before, but like when I saw it, I lost my shit because that's funny to me. Just like wa- seeing this taxi with like a ske- like a skeleton strewn across the front, as if like the someone taxi driver just someone died on there, and the taxi driver just never cleaned it up. Like that's funny. That is a funny fucking visual, and it's in the Mario movie of all of all movies. It's it's. Oh, it's such a wacky movie such wacky scenes not only is there that taxi scene there's the elevator scene when like the Google oh yeah are when they're like trying to get them to dance like do you yeah. do are do you do you not know if someone is like well is based twisting your body right behind you or making yeah, you move holding... back and forth yeah it's like what how did they get out of this one i just uh, okay I, I guess they're out of it now because the goombas were dancing in the elevator <laughs> And then there's the pizza scene, which people oh, were yeah. pointing out. The pizza where he's just scene. holding up, he's holding up a gun. Well, well, first of all, I think that's so. So there's that. So they have he has like a gun that he's pointing at the TV, and that's how he has the TV on, right? Is that how he's calling the pizza place? Is that the joke that he's holding the gun up to the screen, being like, "Hey, make me a pizza." I didn't notice that. I just like noticed like the like the time like the. The whole like pizza scene, it started off with just him ordering a pizza with like dinosaur or flies on it or something like that. And then later right. on, when he finally like is about to defeat the heroes, he said uh, he <laughs> says, hold on for my pizza uh, or yeah. something like that. And like, yeah. there's not really <laughs> any res- resolution to that. Like, it's yeah. just, like, they didn't really know where to go with the joke. <laughs> yeah, the guy calls it. He's like, sir, your pizza's ready. He's like, hold on, hold on to it. <laughs> 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 it's like oh i'm glad the the pizza scene was so vital to the movie's plot <laughs> well actually speaking to speaking of vital to the movie's plot uh do we want to mention the numerous unfortunate references this movie makes to 9-11 oh right yes we, of course we have to. <laughs> so i knew about the scene obviously everyone knows the scene at the end where like um they're back in the real world and Daisy is just like, look, and they point to the Twin Towers and like they start evaporating in the sky. Oh, they, they, they evaporate parts of the Twin Towers like that is like very. Yeah, you're just aged. like, oh, wow. Like now, again, I get it. Like to say that like the Twin Towers being destroyed is not like a a reference to 9-11. Obviously, the Twin Towers were like, you know, cultural icons years before 9-11. They were like the tallest buildings in America. So like if something destructive were to happen, yes, they would be like, you know, destroyed. So it's just really unfortunate that we had that they actually did get destroyed in real life. So now whenever that happens in movies, you're just like, oh, like it's it's just like, oh, yeah, it's (laughs) it's really unfortunate but it's kind of oh, it's, weird. it's awkward to watch it now and just like yes thinking yes. about oh no yeah and it's really funny because then in like uh in the new mario movie there's that scene where like you can see manhattan in the background and you see the one world trade center and they're just like oh that means canonically 9-11 happened in that movie too so you're were just they like did, or are they happening in the same universe 
That, ooh, they might be. <laughs> That's one of the weird things I noticed, like, uh, about the new Mario movie that came out. Like, structurally, the plots are pretty similar. Like, it starts with yeah. like uh, two plumbers. They're in they're in the Brooklyn, and then one of them gets uh, sucked into another dimension, and they gotta save him. And then uh, when they do, uh, like, they fight the villain at the end. They like uh, they end up back in the human world with the villain, and then you know it, they have to they have to fight their way out or whatever. You know, it's yeah. There's exactly. lots of similarities. Like it's kind of exactly. I would have wanted a, a 1993 Mario movie reference in that new uh, Illumination film. Yeah, that would, that I would have. Feel... I, I would have loved like if one person I just said a line of dialogue saying like "trust the fungus" or something like that. Yeah, or if they or if they said monkey. monkey. I mean, if they did make a if they did make a reference, it was probably really subtle. Again, I've only ever seen the twenty twenty three one like once, so like I can't really comment on if they did make a reference to the. They didn't. I don't movie. think. Maybe maybe it's like oh, okay. very very like hidden in the background, but like I haven't heard anyone yeah. talk about it. So yeah, so maybe not. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's funny that we say that they're similar movies, but like I feel like the twenty twenty three one at least makes more of an attempt to seem like uh the familiar mario that we're more familiar with so I mean, obviously then, yeah 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 because you the character designs are a lot more uh they, they look a lot more like the character designs we're used to as opposed to the 90s when like you know I, again like the video like the the 93 movie was made at a time where like you could not be you could not be as accurate as you could be now like you know they had to modernize and make things more realistic you know this led to adaptations in the 2000s you know like the, su the superhero movies of the 2000s that were like afraid to make superheroes like fun looking they had to make them like more realistic and uh cooler and so then it led to some really lame designs um yeah also in the 2010s as well like they did that with yeah Amazing also in the 2010s and fantastic yeah War. Yeah, exactly. Like they couldn't look like really cool. They had they, well, they had to look really cool, but they couldn't look comic accurate because that would be quote unquote lame. Um, obviously, sometimes it led to uh, good costume design, like uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Like Batman may look more realistic, but like he still looks cool. Um, he fits in with the world he's in, though. Yeah, it fits in with the world he's in. Uh, but like something like I don't know Superman. Thor, where like. Or Superman. Yeah, Superman, like in Man of Steel, where he's just covered in blue. They, like, don't have the underwear on the outside. It's like, well, that's lame. Like, I want the red tights. Give me the red tights. And, like, Thor, like, give him the stupid-looking helmet, for crying out loud. But, uh, whatever. We're, we're kind of past that era, I would say. Maybe. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, it's weird that, like, this movie is, like, kind of trying to... Like, like, like most people say, it's, like, almost, like, nothing like the source material. But I'd say that if it wasn't trying to be like an adaptation, like they wouldn't have like these things like uh like characters that are loosely based on like uh characters from the games like Izzy and Spike and uh and the Goombas are literally just like more from dinosaurs and uh would just they're just minions with like t tiny heads. And, yeah, and uh, then you have Yashi that is Yashi. just or you have Yashi who's just literally a dinosaur. It's like okay i see what you guys are trying to do but like it would it would have been much cooler if you actually tried to make them look more accurate to the video games but i mean it fits um, with the with the more realistic uh it, route you know it, 
It does, but again, because it's so far off, you're just like, all right, then what's the point of calling it Mario anymore, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, like, if it wasn't really called Mario, we probably wouldn't be talking about it today, though. Exactly. No, nobody would be talking about it. I mean, maybe I would be talking about it because I'd be like, wow, this is such a stupid uh, 90s movie. movie. I love weird, stupid 90s movies, but yes, I think, but I think because it's uh, connected to Mario, again, that adds another layer to it. It makes it it more interesting, like... Comparing exactly. two of them, like, uh, like exactly. so detached from the, but I mean, uh, you know, another thing I noticed, like, I thought that the the giant lady, uh, was big actually Bertha? Uh, the big Bertha. I thought that yeah. she was actually derived from the the big thwomp block uh, in the Mario games, because like she, because like, so? uh, <laughs> I thought I thought she was before because like she had the big boots and like, did w- wasn't she like going up and down like with those boots like those rocket boots like she would go up in the yeah, air and well, back down so so the rocket boots are interesting because they're supposed to be they're supposed to explain how mario can jump high i feel like which is lame you know how it's just like oh we got we got to explain how mario can jump high so let's give him rocket boots it's like you see i really have these rocket that, boots yeah, no they didn't but they did <laughs> cuz yeah. it's cuz they thought they did i guess uh yeah I, i'd also say well what else i will say like there are positives to the movie i think like unironic oh, yeah. positives uh oh, yeah. i think like the the scene near the end where like mario and luigi like uh are like uh de-evolving uh like using the the lasers that like king koopa or president koopa used like against them or against people initially to like kind of de-evolve koopa back into like a dinosaur and his dinosaur head like kind of pops out like that that looked, that looked cool actually like it was kind of yeah, a, it, an interesting it, moment it, yeah and it looks well the cgi can get a little uh fucky but it was 93 you know it wasn't jurassic park so you, yeah, it's funny you that jurassic park came out like two weeks after this movie what two weeks after yeah wow. like this came out may 28th <laughs> 1993 <laughs> June 11th uh, is when uh, Jurassic Park came out. So only like two weeks wow. later. And that completely de- demolished uh, Super Mario Brothers. And that's when wow. that movie kind of uh, just kind of fell out of public conscience. Out of wow. the public conscience. Mar- Mario never stood a chance. <laughs> oh, man, it's really funny that's... to think about because they both have yeah. dinosaurs in them. And, you know. Yeah. And now 30 years later people love mario and well people don't love jurassic park no more <laughs> yeah people hate the new jurassic world movies because they suck because oh, they suck uh well and that's what that yeah. thing I've, I've seen yeah. people like i've seen memes of like people like of saying like how disney beats the mario movie in the 90s and how mario is beating disney uh in 2023 but like Disney distributed the the live action mario movie it was under their hollywood pictures banner guys Oh, it was Hollywood Pictures under Disney at the time? Yeah, under their Buena Vista distribution oh, yeah. uh, handle. Yeah, so again, like, you're pitting these studios against each other, but like they're all connected in they're some ways. They're all massive like... corporations. They're no, they're no different. Yeah, you can't you can't make this like a Red Sox versus Yankees thing. You just can't. Like you can't bring sports uh, thought processes into movie studios. That's not how it works. It's it's embarrassing don't do that (laughs) yeah uh what else uh i thought that uh i i I, another thing i noticed we all we noticed this too when we were watching it uh is how clunky the dialogue is like uh like that scene where they're in the cage and like uh 
there's like one of the one of the prisoners says to Mario, like, what's something that rhymes with dimension? And then Mario says tension because I'm feeling it like what? <laughs> I will. I'll give Bob Hoskins this. He nails a lot of those lines. Like, yeah, if yeah, anybody else was saying great that, actor. If John Leguizamo saying it, he can't do it because it's John freaking Leguizamo. Like, uh, he's not that great. Whereas Bob Hoskins is genuinely great. Like, Bob Hoskins, this is the second movie in a row on the podcast I'm no, talking talked about. about him. Yeah, we talked about him in Brazil where he was kind of – he played more of a mechanic in oh, that yeah. movie. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. He, 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 like, he, they kind of similar. He was in Brazil, but then also he was in – he was just in The Wall, which I did last oh, week. Oh, really? So, Wow, it's Bob Hoskins. He's just everywhere on this podcast, <laughs> it seems. <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, Bob that's Hoskins so like has uh, publicly said after this movie came out that he said it's like the worst thing he's ever done. And he said like <laughs> how like the he says, uh, let me pull up the quote. But he said that uh, he said that Super Mario Brothers fucking worst thing I've ever done uh, had had a bunch of like hack directors whose uh, whose talent uh, was. Who's, uh, whose arrogance was mistaken for talent and oh. we were, uh, was supposed to be like I think Dennis Hopper said it was supposed to be like a 17 week shoot for him but it ended and it was supposed to be a five week shoot for him but it ended up being 17 weeks instead and like oh, uh, all wow. the actors who were involved with it just said like it was a miserable experience it was a nightmare you know wow so that, like, that's uh, harsh <laughs> like Bob Hopkins uh, I think he was asked like what, what, what's your biggest regret of your career and he said Super Mario Brothers Oh, that's a shame because he's actually because he's one of the best he's, parts of the like movie. Because he's like good in the movie, yeah. Honestly, yeah, no, there's he... worse movies to be ashamed of. I think honestly, uh, maybe think adaptation so. he... wise, it is a terrible adaptation. But as a movie, yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is a really fun movie. Like I had a lot of fun rewatching it, and it's yeah, no. As I've as I've said, it is a terrible adaptation. One of the absolute worst adaptations for a movie I've ever seen. But taking away the adaptation side, it's really funny. Like, it's a fun time. Like, it's, yeah, it's bad at certain points, but, like, that just adds to the cheesiness. That adds to the entertainment value you get from watching it. You know, I know, like, the Nostalgia Critic has said he hates this movie. And I know, like, you know, for again, like I said, for years, this movie's just been lambasted as being one of the worst adaptations. But it's like, yeah, but it's still funny. Like, I have never had a bad time watching it. Like I've watched it twice now in its entirety, and I freaking love it. I mean, yeah, I love ironically, it too. ironically, I love it too. Ironically, but I still have a good time watching it. Like it's a lot of fun. It's really funny. It's yeah, like it. I'm sorry. I'm sure Bob Hoskins sees it as a giant, gigantic nightmare. But even then, I think he does a great job at oh, he like, does. pretending like, like he job. doesn't. Like he still comes across as like genuinely great in the movies. Like that, that shows you just genuine talent from him. That's amazing. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a shame that uh, Nintendo like doesn't like to acknowledge this film's existence anymore because you can't even find it on Blu-ray or 4K in the United States. Like I have it, I bought yeah. it on DVD for this podcast because I know we yeah. usually like uh, we act we usually choose by the end whether we want to keep it or not. And uh, well. I'm glad you said that because I guess we can move on to the DVD section of our discussion because I also have it on DVD. Um, I because re I remember you said you'd bought it off of Amazon for like four dollars, and I'm like four dollars, hot damn! <laughs> like <laughs> I know 
like because ever since I started this podcast, I feel like I've been a lot stingier when it comes to buying movies on physical. So like I was not entirely sure if I wanted this movie to be the physical release we talk about. But then you're just like, oh, yeah, I got it for four dollars off Amazon. I'm like, hot damn. Like, let me jump on that while I have the chance. And so, yep, I got it off of Amazon for four dollars. It's actually still in the plastic wrap. Uh, let me let me open that up uh, live on the podcast, actually. Um, yeah, I actually have it right here with me as well. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Hold on. Here it yeah. is. Oh, oh that's another is. Blu-ray of mine. It just fell down. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I right. have it right here. Uh, it says on the cover, it's a blast, says the Washington Post. This ain't no so game. It's a th- live-action thrill ride. Yeah, we have the same DVD. Okay, that's what it says on mine. Hold on. I almost have the plastic wrap. Sorry, sorry for any audio listeners. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. It doesn't. It does that annoying thing where, like, the plastic wrap is, like, kind of attached to the uh, spine of the case. All right, I got it off. I'm opening it now. All right. But, yeah. Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, Super Mario Bros. Yep. It ain't no... This ain't no game. It's a live-action thrill ride. I'm opening it for the first time uh, because, like, I would have opened it before if if we weren't watching VC, but, you know. Oh, dudes. I have some great news. What? Um, So, obviously, I've talked about on the podcast um, whenever DVD cases have, like, holes edged out in them and how much I fucking hate that in DVDs. Um, Great news. It's not edged out. It is completely intact. Yeah, it's a great looking DVD, actually. It is a good looking DVD. I mean, for all things considered. Yes, it's not on 4K. It's not on Blu-ray here in the States. I, I get why, because it's Nintendo and they're like ashamed of this movie. So I get it. But, you know, give like let like, I don't know, Arrow or Vinegar Syndrome or Shout Factor or anybody just let them acquire the rights and release it on like a cool Blu-ray for crying out loud. I want to. Yeah, see I'd this buy it on, on like Blu-ray, a cool Blu-ray or 4K. Yeah, I'd even buy it on VHS. I just I didn't. Get it. I could have gotten on it, gotten it on VHS, but I decided to go for the DVD. Um, and yeah, no, I like like you said. So you're keeping your copy, I would imagine. I, I, yeah, I will keep my copy actually, even if I hated the movie. Like if I didn't like it, ironically, I would still keep it just to spite Nintendo. Ah, uh, okay, interesting. You know what? I was thinking about it because, like, leading up to the episode, leading up to us watching it in VC, I was like, ah, uh, am I really gonna? uh keep this because like even then it's just like all right i spent four dollars on it it, it's kind of like uh how i spent 97 cents on that marmaduke dvd it's like is this really am i really gonna keep this but like even if i don't like whatever i lost like what four dollars but like unlike the marmaduke dvd where i got rid of it but now i can't get rid of it so i'm stuck with it i'm keeping this mario dvd because i freaking love the movie like it was a lot of fun According to the back of the box, it said it had eye-popping special effects from 60-second <laughs> preview, which, well, <laughs> my eyes were certainly popping when the uh, Twin Towers started disintegrating. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not the greatest DVD, but you know what? Like you said, there's no 4K or Blu-ray. It, it, it is what it is. Like This is as high as it goes. It's like my Pink Floyd's The Wall DVD. Like That's as high as it goes. And you know what? I'm keeping it out of necessity for that, but it's also a, a cute little DVD. I I don't in, even if I will never own it on like a nice 4K. I don't really need to. I think 
I, I think it's it's at where it needs to be. Yeah, I, um, I usually don't buy DVDs uh, anymore, really, because I prefer Blu-ray mm -hmm. 4K. But, you know, since, like, I was looking to have this movie on physical media, so, like, I saw it, and I'm like, oh, I'll get it on DVD, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, yep, definite keep for the collection, boyos. Uh, I'm so glad. Super Mario it's, Brothers it's... Ratio Marmaduke 2010. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that's very true um yeah no so yeah this was the episode we were planning on doing we were definitely planning on doing this movie for this episode it was the other movie that we were kind of up in the air about so at first because i didn't own this on physical i was gonna grab like any random movie from my collection so then we can like tie it back into the podcast because we have to have at least one dvd um, but then once I bought this on DVD, it's like, okay, well now the second movie doesn't have to be, uh, something I own. And the something I did own that I was planning on watching has nothing to do with Mario. So like, it would have just been kind of weird to include it. Um, yeah. You, you rec should I say what you recommended initially or? I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm not that secretive when it comes to my collection. <laughs> I think we're, we're going to talk about Planet 51 because it's uh, yeah. in your collection. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, maybe another time. Maybe, oh, not definitely. yet, Minion. I, not I, yet. I, not yet, Minion. Not yet. Um, well, we talked about a 90s Mario movie. But you know what else we could talk about that we also watched recently? Let's talk about a 90s Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, um, uh, it's, so it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting that in this day and age, in the 2020s, we have live-action Sonic and animated Mario. Back then, we had animated Sonic movie, live-action Mario. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's kind of switched now. Um, so yeah, we watched Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie from 1996. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the very first uh, Sonic movie to ever exist um it was initially anybody... like a, a two episode like anime like special i think or something like that so well, yeah it's, it's kind it, of it's a movie yeah it's called like the sonic ova in some circles um just because yeah it was originally animated and released in japan and then it got in over here in america it got a very uh hilarious dub <laughs> which we watched yeah um, it it's all it's for free on youtube if you guys are ever want ever curious to watch it but uh yeah let's discuss it lazy what did you think of uh the sonic ova it was i it was no live action mario but it was entertaining <laughs> yeah i agree i so i i saw i've seen this once before um like a bunch of years ago i can't remember when actually i have it pulled up on letterboxd i can say exactly when July 17th of 2020 is the last time I ever watched it. Um, yeah. And so then, and then I watched it again three years later uh, within the past week. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's fun. Um, I can't really say it's amazing. Um, I'm not much of a Sonic fan. I'm a casual Sonic fan. Same. Uh, yeah. Like I, I've, always forgotten but like apparently like when i was in middle school like one of some of my earliest memories of being on the internet was uh watching like sonic dubs on youtube and like watching these like i, I don't know if i can really explain this but like there's there used to be this like uh subgenre of videos on youtube where like pixelated sonic characters were like photoshopped into live action pictures and like someone used like 
the this like text to speech voice to like voice them all and they just went on their little adventures one i remember specifically is one where like sonic and silver are talking to each other and silver goes i'm a fire in my laser and just uh totally explodes sonic <laughs> that is one of my earliest memories of being on youtube i i could not tell you where to even begin in trying to find that video it probably doesn't exist considering i'm sure like the majority of videos made at that time or completely wiped off the internet but like if anybody can find that send it to me please <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i used to play video game i used to play like a bunch of sonic games i used to play the uh party mode of sonic and the secret rings i've never played story mode on sonic and the secret rings i've only ever played the party games uh i used to main sh shadow and i was a fucking beast at it um but yeah, <laughs> that's my history of Sonic. <laughs> was Sonic was Sonic ever really like? Was it ever really con considered like acclaimed for its story mode in any of the games? Well, that's a good point. Probably not. Because like, I know like Sonic 06, uh, cough cough. Well, well, that's the big one. Um, I hear like Sonic and the Secret Rings story mode sucks, but again, I barely ever heard anybody talk about Sonic and the Secret Rings. I feel like I'm the one person to bring it. Well, that's not true. I'm sure other people have. I'm just saying in my circles, I've never seen somebody bring up Sonic and the Secret Rings except for me, but uh, that's besides the point. We're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, um, <laughs> 90s anime Sonic. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's an entertaining to, movie. It is an entertaining movie. I think it has its charm. It has Knuckles in a cowboy hat. It has uh, the president and his cat girl daughter uh, and Eggman wanting to fuck her for some Eggman reason. Eggman <laughs> is, a, is a pedophile in this one. Yeah, isn't that weird? So first of all, yes, the president of in this movie has a cat girl daughter. Like, I'm not... I'm not even being funny. Like, it, she's lit she literally has cat ears and a tail. The president doesn't. What the fuck? Like, it don't make Japan no sense. Japan is like uh, they're catering to the furry uh, furry market. Clearly, so you yeah. know what you could have just said Japan, and it's like okay, that explains everything. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, but what a weird movie. So like, I remember when we were watching it, we were like pointing out like this has a lot of similarities to other anime. So first off. A lot of it was reminding me of Evangelion, just because, you know, you have, like, the underground city that they go to. And Sonic was um, on the Genesis, after all. And Sonic was on the Genesis, after all. And also, this is better than Evangelion. hey -o. Hey! <laughs> um, and then, so, yeah, like I said, Knuckles is in a cowboy hat for no reason. Cowboy I remember I, reference. Cowboy Bebop reference. I remember I I made that in my review in uh on Letterbox recently. I was just like, because there's that scene where like he is like running and like his cowboy hat gets destroyed, and I'm just like, oh, R.I.P. Knuckles cowboy hat. And then my Letterbox comment section is just like, actually, it's coming back in the Knuckles series. It's like, okay, guys, like I wasn't talking about the Knuckles series. Like I was talking about a literal scene in the movie. So. <laughs> Uh, we also pointed out a Princess Mononoke reference where, like, there's, like, these blue flames going off, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think it was literally, like, one of us is just like, oh, it hasn't ripped off Princess Mononoke <laughs> yet. And literally within the second, like, yeah, the, those blue wisps showed up. We're just like, fucking, it's Princess Mononoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
oh my god yeah and then there was <laughs> but the the, the the english dub that we watched of it was kind of was kind of terrible though because like sonic's it voice was. sounded really off sonic sounded off tail sounded like he was having he was going through a cold <laughs> knuckles sounded more like sonic than sonic oh did. yeah that's right yeah which like, was really funny. Why did you skip the voice actor who did Sonic uh, in the Sonic, uh, the uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog show? Like, yeah, get Jaleel White. <laughs> like, we were watching to bring up uh, my Sonic history and internet history at the same time again. We were watching before the Sonic OVA. We were watching like an old Sonic Underground YouTube poop that I remember watching a lot. Um, it was the one by Deeper Cut. And it's the one where there's just like Sonic Underground, ground, ground, ground. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, you are so stupid. <laughs> Worry not, little echidna. We will get off this island faster than you can say. That's Mama Luigi to you, Mario. <laughs> yeah, very. Oh, that's... But to that YouTube poop, did it come out like late 2000s or? Yeah, dude, that's like oh yeah, years like, old it, it's now. like it definitely feels like two thousands YTP. Yeah, so yeah. Well, that but like the, uh, those... well, like and it has its charm now that nowadays though compared. To... Oh yeah, it sucks now, but like back in the day, like yeah, that was what YouTube poop was to us. Like again, I remember watching that when I was in middle school and thinking it was the funniest fucking thing in the world, and then you watch it now and it's just like oh, it's just like. It's literally just the episode, and then like every five minutes they make an edit. <laughs> like that—that yeah. that was YouTube poop at that day. Huh? The first ever YouTube poop like was of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and like they kept repeating the "Oh, that one's hot on our tail." Like is what yeah, the he's hot on our tail. When uh, I think yeah, I think like, that they kept is, repeating yeah. that. So yeah. like it's kind of similar to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like there are other. Early, I feel like the earliest good YouTube poops you could probably argue would probably be like. Maybe like Mobro Studios and Emp Lemon, I would say. Even Cartoon Lover 98. But YouTube poop is for another discussion another time, I would say. Sonic! <laughs> <laughs> we keep we keep cutting to other dis- uh, other conversations, but... Uh, yeah, because cause I, feel like, yeah. I, I feel like this movie's not funny bad like the Mario movie was. This movie's just kind of... It's there. Like, it's good. I enjoy watching it. Um, and I could watch it again. It's just... Again, it's not funny bad like the Mario movie was. It was just it was just there. Like it just kind of existed. It had funny elements to it. Like it had that owl that like uh was wearing those like nineties clothes at one point. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um and like we said, it has like Eggman lusting over that cat girl daughter, which is really strange in its own uh right. Um but yeah, it's just it's it's like 54 minutes of fine, you know? Yeah, like, it's fine. Sh- like, it's a 6 yeah. out of 10 for me. Like, exactly. It's like just, like, where I don't really know what I would actually, it's hard for me to decide what I would unironically rate the Mar- the live action Mario movie because I just have so much fun watching it, and I but I don't yeah. think it's good. So that's why I just rate it 5 stars But for the funnies. This one, mm-hmm. I just rate 6 out of 10 because it's fine. Like, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't watch it again, though yeah exactly it's it's strange it's a strange movie in that it's not as strange as it could be um actually like i think i, think I actually like the live action sonic movies a little better actually honestly i might too because like i kind of like the live action sonic movies i know they're not great i know they're like you know average kids movies but yeah. like you you get the sense that even that like the movies understand that they're in a demographic that they have to be like forced to do things but like 
I never feel cheated when I watch those movies. Like, and I'll save like more in-depth discussion for those at a later date because I'm sure I'll talk about them eventually. But like, I never get the sense that like it's like any other kids' movies. Like, it feels like a little more tongue-in-cheek where it's like, yeah, we know what we are. We're not gonna, you know, we're we're not gonna really insult your intelligence with these. Yeah, um, like it's like it has its cliches and like you know, occasional it has like pop cliche, culture references, but they're not like in your face about them i don't think yeah it, it has a little fun with them you know which leads to like the wedding subplot in the second sonic movie which is bad but like kind of hilarious at the same time because it knows it's bad again this is a whole discussion for another time but just know that like yeah i think i do prefer the live action sonic movies a little more than this and not I, to say that i think this is bad like i just realized like talking about it i don't really have that much to say about it like it's it's good i would highly recommend it um, i think that the uh i think the thing is i think this movie is more more uh it's it's more like concerned with being a, being faithful to the games rather than being a great story where i feel like yes. the the live action sonic movies were more dedicated towards the writing than they were mm-hmm. of being uh of adapting the source material if that makes sense yeah, that makes sense. You know, we should have watched um, the fucking live action Sonic fan film from uh, oh, a decade yeah, ago. Oh yeah, that would have been hilarious. Doug Walker and Doug Walker and James Rolfe in it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, just thinking about that one shot of Doug Walker like in the soldier suit, and he's just like, huh? And <laughs> like bad, badly CGI Jaleel White Sonic's just like way past cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that video sucks, but, <laughs> you know. Uh, a real uh, Hollywood studio actually watched that and said, we should make that into a movie, yo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should have mentioned that. Uh, it doesn't matter. I had to meet my quota by mentioning Doug Walker at least once in one of these episodes. It's, know, a, it's a requirement. You, we have to mention Doug Walker every time we do a podcast. Yeah, we have to either mention Doug Walker or The Simpsons on this podcast. One or the other or both at the same time. That, yeah. That's what my life is, Doug Walker and The Simpsons. <laughs> Every time we forget to mention Doug Walker or The Simpsons, we'll just say at the end of the video, by the way, Doug Walker or The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess one last thing I want to mention before we get into the DVD part of this discussion. Uh, the tagline for it on Letterboxd, I'm just realizing is really weird because it's scrape your knuckles catch some tails what yeah exactly what like what does that mean like <laughs> like i get it knuckles and tails are characters in the sonic lore but like scrape your knuckles catch some tails i mean this was the 90s people didn't understand video games then so yeah i was were these lingos in the 90s was like you know you watch walk up to somebody in 1996 and you're just like hey man scrape your knuckles i wonder if that was just for the american tagline or was that was that from japan i mean it's in english on letterboxd but yeah i don't know who, who yeah maybe it's like jap the japanese people thinking they understand american culture so they're just like scrape your knuckles catch some tails american <laughs> Howdy, yeah. cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we compare um, this to a lot of animes, but yeah, it's, I, that, I, that's the thing, though. I was kind of struggling to come up with more to talk about or think about uh, to discuss for this movie. Like, 
before we started recording this uh yeah because i don't really have too much to say yeah but i would recommend it for anybody listening um i think it's a fun for 54 minutes of sonic animation i like the way that sonic's animated i like i'm a fan of whenever he's running fast and like his uh legs make kind of like an infinity symbol just because that's how fast he's going like that's a neat detail um but yeah like again it's not the mario movie whereas like the mario movie we could go on and on about like the funny stuff that happens in it whereas like here you're just like yeah it's good um it's good yeah it's good (laughs) put that on the dvd yeah it's good (laughs) lazy (laughs) um well speaking of dvds so obviously i don't own this on dvd we watched it on youtube because that's where it's readily available um i tried looking up to see like what is available in terms of dvds for this movie because i figured no it's definitely not on blu-ray and yeah i haven't found a blu-ray release of it yet i highly doubt that's ever going to happen anytime soon um but i looked into it and like i did find uh, a dvd copy of it of this movie on amazon um unfortunately it was at like going for 200 bucks um i mean probably yeah like there's very few of them yeah no thanks (laughs) look i like this movie would i ever add it to my collection i would not be opposed to that but i personally am not going to spend 200 bucks on a dvd for the sonic ova i i bet i'm not classic sonic fan would sammy classic sonic fan would chris chan would i'm sure william would but i would not <laughs> i'm sorry william for uh, putting you in the same sentence as sammy classic sonic fan and chris chan but it's, that's just the way it came out oh <laughs> uh, yeah the good sonic movie. good movie uh yeah uh, lazy uh I think we're at the end of the show. Why don't you uh, shout out some stuff? Where can people find you? Okay, so last time we recorded this podcast, I said that I wasn't active on Twitter or YouTube. But since I'm starting to make YouTube content again, I'm unfortunately back on Twitter. So that means you can find me Mm. at LazyBonesInc at both my YouTube channel and Twitter. And I'm also on Letterboxd as well. Also on Letterboxd. Yeah, all your links will be in the description uh, like last time. Well, I think you only had like your Letterboxd. I, I don't really remember. But yeah, all of that will be in the description below. Faux show. Um, so yeah, th- thanks, dude, for coming on and talking about 90s Mario and 90s Sonic. We, this this was the 90s episode. Uh, Back to the 90s. Uh, the 90s were so much better. Yeah, the 90s were so much better. What do kids today have? Nothing. <laughs> even <laughs> though I, I don't think you or me ever experienced the 90s in any No, way. I wasn't even born yet in the 90s, actually. Yeah, you weren't born yet. I was born in 98, so I was like alive for two years only in the 90s. Yeah. So I never really remember. I don't remember anything from the 90s, unfortunately. <laughs> Did the 90s ever happen? Hmm? We don't know. Maybe it was a conspiracy after all. We're living in the yeah. Matrix. We're living in the Matrix. It went from 1989 to 2000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for coming on. And thank you, the listener, for listening uh, to this podcast. If you want to support the show, give a like, give a comment. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. That's cool, too. Uh, it, we're on the same platform as the Sonic OVA, so that's cool. That's that's cool and epic. Coolio. Uh, coolio gangster's paradise uh sonic reference (laughs) sonic reference 
Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening, and always remember, do the Trust Mario. The fungus. Swing your arms from, from side, side to side. I don't remember the music. All right, bye bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>